Welcome to Jeremiah Smith Ministries, a place where you can grow in God's Word. Well, we are live. Praise the Lord. How you doing today? I am Jeremiah Smith, and I'm so glad to get to be with you today. And I hope that you're ready for a wonderful, wonderful week. Are you ready for a wonderful week this week? Could this be that week that unusual good things happen to you? You know, divine appointments? wonderful things hey you know our god is capable of anything amen you know you people say well i i, I don't know what he's going to do today i'm not sure what, no god's going to do some amazing things in your life if you let him do that in your life praise the lord you know you have to be expecting it we've been talking about expecting it the blessing of the lord and seeing the blessing of the lord work on a daily basis and seeing god's blessing move in your life you know do you believe he could do it this week i believe unusual good things could happen to you this week you know he's a good god and he wants some good things to happen for you do you believe he's a good father you know I, i'm a father i have two kids you know and i want nothing but good things to happen for my kids you know and you know god's the best father he's the perfect example of a father and he wants some good things to happen to you today this week and uh, this month I, I just i believe unusual good things can happen for you praise the lord you know are you ready for it are you expecting it? Amen. Every day is a blessing day. Praise the Lord. I love that. Well, you know, we're going to be talking today about some wonderful things, and we're going to get into the Word here just a little bit. Let's talk about just a few things here. We try to be live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. On, on Wednesdays. We've been in the middle of a series there with Vision, and uh, you can listen to those messages on jeremiasmithministry.podbeam.com. You know, if I'm not here for some reason, you can listen uh, you can go to the website and uh, you can listen to the latest messages on the website. Of course, if you, if you can be here live, we try to be here live at 6 p.m. Central Times on Wednesdays. And we try to be here on Sundays at 4 p.m. Central Times on on Sundays. I'm a little bit late today. I do apologize about that, but today we are a little bit late. But we try to be here at 4 p.m. on Central Times on a Sunday, praise the Lord. So I figure that wherever you are around the world, wherever, you know, you like to listen to this message, you know, you want to try to be here on the live services at those times. If you can't catch us live, hey, don't get upset. Don't get frustrated. You can listen to the rebroadcast on Spotify, Google Music, iTunes, Listen Notes, Podbean, TuneIn Off Alexia, iHeartRadio, Deezer, Stitcher. Uh, you can listen to some Pandora, Amazon Music, Verbal, iVox, Audio Junkie, Podchaser, Player FM, Samsung, and uh, there's more. You can go to the website if you'd like to. You can check and see if it's on your uh, app that you listen, listen to on your phone. And of course, we'll post this message up on YouTube and you can see my hair's a little bit messed up. I've been out in the wind and doing all kinds of things today, you know, so I just try to catch you live on uh, the video too. Some people like video and so we like to make that available to you if you'd like to video and watch the video. Now we are a podcast. We, we pride on being a podcast, but we do put videos up on YouTube. If you'd like to check those out, this, this one will be up there at about 9 p.m. Central Time. Praise the Lord. So we're so glad to get to be with you today i hope that you're pumped up are you excited about this week you know jesus is coming soon praise the lord if you haven't looked outside don't look very long you know unusual unusual things are happening in the earth and i believe it's because jesus is coming soon praise the lord you know and we need to be ready are you ready today for that are you excited about going to meet the lord in the air well hey i'm pumped up about it working on a series right now uh, it's going to be talking about the end times and how do we know that it's the end times i'm working on a series for that and hopefully we may start that wednesday or here soon 
Uh, but uh, we, it's going to be about the end times. And how do we know that? You say, well, Jeremiah, how do you know that we're living in the end times? Well, I'm going to point to you to some things there. And we have the end of days, right? And then, of course, we have the end of time. And uh, they're broken up. And I'm going to break that up for you a little bit. And uh, we'll get into looking at that when we get a chance here. So uh, I'll put that out there. I'll try to put it out there early so that, or put it out there where you can or advertise it early so you can tell somebody if they want to listen to those messages so they know that we're living in the end times, you know. Uh, I don't know that everybody knows that, you know. I want them to know. It seems like even the world's wondering what's going on, you know. I was watching a uh, podcast, one of the most popular podcasts out there, and uh, the gentleman was talking about how he knew and he wasn't even saved that we're living in the end times. Stuff's happening, you know. And it's just an unusual things that are happening. Unusual things are happening quickly. And it's because we're just racing towards the end of time. You say, what is that all about? Well, you have to catch the series. <laughs> we'll be talking about that in the series. And we'll be talking about the end of days is what we're going to be talking about. The end of days. And then we'll be talking about the last days is what we'll be talking about. And it'll be a great time to get together. And, and uh, we'll look at the word, what the word has to say about it. It isn't really what Jeremiah has to say about it. It's what the word has to say about it. And it's very clear written in there. And we'll be talking about that. You know, stuff is happening quick. And, uh, you know, there's just lining up with what the word has to say. You know, is there another book in the world that can predict the future like the Bible does? No. <laughs> the Bible predicts the future. And, uh, you know, you're going to see that as we get into that series. And I think you'll enjoy it and uh, be looking for that to be posted up there for you and to watch it live. And we'll we'll enjoy that series together. Praise the Lord. So you can catch us at the live at those times. If you can't catch us, you can listen to us on those rebroad. You can listen to the rebroadcast. Don't go get your new app. Uh, lots of apps there that you can listen to us on and uh, listen to the latest messages. Now, if you want to listen to all the messages, go to jeremiasmithministries.podbeam.com. If you'd like to follow us there, uh, you can follow us at jeremiasmith.com ministries.podbeam.com. Now, if you'd like to give, there's no pressure to give, but you know, you want to make sure you're giving somewhere. I'd like to give you that opportunity. If you'd like to give, you can go to uh, jeremiasmithministries.podbeam.com. There's a place there uh, where you can give. You know, the Bible says in Luke 6, 38, it says, give and it shall be given to you good measure. Aren't you glad it's given back to you in good measure? But not just that, it says given back to you in good measure, press down. You get so much in a good measure, you, press, you have to push it down. And then to shake it together, run it over, shall men give unto your bosom. You know, we've taken out the trash and you push the trash down, you push it and push it and get all you can in there, put your foot in there. <laughs> and then it's running over if you're not careful, you know. And, uh, you, you know, it's important that you get this picture, you know, he's pushing it down, pressing it down, giving you all he can possibly give. And it's running over. That's a good father. He wants you to have more than what you can need. Why would he do that? Why would he want you to have more than what you need? Well, first of all, first of all, that's his personality. You know, that's God's personality. If you stay in the Bible, that's his personality. He does more than what you expect, you know. I mean, he, do, he, do, he, he gives you more than what you need, you know, and we've done studies on that. You can listen to some of my old messages on that, but you know, he, he's a God of more than what you need. You know, he always gives you what you need and a whole lot more, <laughs> right? And so he wants to make you have more than what you need. You know, give him something to work with today. And you, you test him today, you know, and he likes that. He likes you to test him and he'll give you back more than what you need. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over. No pressure to give here, but if you'd like to, you can give. And uh, our ministry is free and to you, you know, we're here. We're giving free messages 
Uh, you can get it. You can download the messages 24 hours a day at jeremiasmithministries.podbeam.com. We are a free ministry to you. So you feel free to get that message. If he blesses you, give it to someone else to bless them and uh, be a blessing to someone else today and encourage them. You know, our ministry is all about encouraging you. You know, the Bible talks about we should be edifying who? One another, right? Bible talks about the fivefold ministry. What's it for? Edifying. Amen. You're not supposed to be coming and getting beat down at church and slapped around and kicked. No, you're supposed to come in here and grow spiritually and be encouraged in your walk with the Lord. Amen. We're just supposed to be encouraged every week. You know, every time we come into church, we're supposed to be encouraged, you know, and yeah, well, that's what we're here for. I've been getting encouraged all my life, you know, and I'm giving back to you today to encourage you right there where you at. You say, well, I can't make it no more. Yes, you can. You can make it. Praise the Lord. I, I don't know if I can do it this week, Jeremiah. Yes, you can. You can do it. Get up. Praise the Lord. I didn't say I could do it. I didn't say you could do it, but the grace of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit will help you this week to fulfill the destiny that you have for your life. Praise the Lord. Amen. He'll give he'll help you breathe. Isn't it God that gives you your next breath? Amen. You know, he'll help you breathe. He'll give you the strength to fulfill the purpose that he has for you. You say, well, I don't know if I can do it. That's okay. You can rely on his strength to help you to do it this week, praise the Lord. The Holy Spirit will never let you down, right? He never leaves you. He never forsakes you, and he's faithful to be with you where you are today. You know, you say, well, how do I know he's faithful? He told us he's faithful, and he never lies, right? His word never lies. You can feel his presence, too. You know, he's not just telling you that without you, his presence showing up and his power showing up for you. You can f taste his presence and his power, Hey, man, it's tangible, and you can feel it right there where you're at today. Do you feel it right there where you're at today, the Holy Spirit ministering to you? His presence and his power are here today to minister to you. That's Christ in me, right? His anointing in me, his power in me, and his power is in you. If you're saved and born again, the Holy Spirit's come to live on the inside of you, and he's there, and his power just releases power in your life every day. And he'll give you the grace that you need to have. Well, we're going to get on into all that and a whole bunch more. Are you excited about that? Praise the Lord. And we're going to have a good time. Let me just grab my Bible here. I had it behind me. Where did I put that? Here it is. Always like to have that here. <coughs> Excuse me. And we're going to get into our study today. Are you ready for this? Are you pumped up? Well, you know, the only thing you should be excited about, you know, more than anything else is the word of God and his power. Praise the Lord. Amen. You should be excited about God in your life and his will in your life on a daily basis. That's what you should be excited about, right? Not about your next pizza, not about your next meal, not about this other thing you're excited about going to this movie. Those are great, but they're nothing like him. <laughs> he said, well, Jeremiah, you know, I went to church and it was dry. Well, you hadn't tasted him, right? You say, well, I had Jeremiah, I've done this and I've done that. And it's, it wasn't that exciting, but I'm, I'm, I'm religious and I'm going to serve God. No, you, you haven't tasted him or talked to him. You know, have you talked to him? You know, if you've had any little bit of God, that's what you're going to be hungry for all the time, right? It just takes a little bit of his presence and nothing else settles. It takes just a little bit of his word and him speaking to you and nothing else settles for your spirit. And you just have to have a little time with him today. You're going to have a little time with Jesus today. Have you been taking time with Jesus today? Well, we're going to talk about that and get into his word. Let's go ahead and pray. Father, we just thank you, Father, for your faithfulness. We thank you, Father, for your goodness today. 
Father, we just thank you, Father, for your precious Holy Spirit. And Father, we're going to get into your word today, and we thank you for your precious word. Thank you for Jesus and sending your word to heal us, Father, and to touch us right there where we're at today, Father. And Father, we ask, Lord, as, as we get into this uh, message today, Father, we ask that your Holy Spirit minister to us, speak to us, speak to those that are listening today, Father, by your precious anointing and power today. We thank you. Your Holy Spirit has a whole lot to say. You know, we just ask that you let him say everything he wants to say today and by his special power and his word and his presence. Even when I'm speaking today, Father, help. Uh, if he's saying something different, help people to get what they need today. Father, help no one to leave without getting what they need today. We pray in Jesus' name, and we just ask, Father, everybody that they get what they need. In Jesus' name, flood us with light. Help us to see some things we've never seen before. And, Father, we ask that you minister to us by your presence today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We, before we go, we also want to thank you for being so good to us. We want to minister to you. But, you know, and we just thank you for being so good to us, being faithful to us, never giving up on us. Even when sometimes we have to be careful about giving up on ourselves, we thank you that you never give up on us. And we just thank you, Father, for that in Jesus' name. And, Father, we thank you, Lord, that there's some of us listening today who may even give up, Father, and stir them up, encourage them, get, help them to get on track. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, hey, are you glad to be here? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about consistency. Praise the Lord. You know, God's called us to be consistent, right? This is one of the biggest areas I've had to work on in my life. I don't know about you, but about being consistent in everything that we do, you know, with God, you know, you know, I'm not here to tell you how to do all your physical life and all your natural life. I'm here to help you with your spiritual life. And, you know, it's important that you have a, a consistent spiritual life with the Lord. You know, you have to feed your spirit, right? You feed your body, you know, what, three meals a day or you're supposed to, you know, three meals a day and have your snacks that you have, you know, but you got to take care of your body, right? If you don't, you don't have protein and you don't have the things that you need to have. You don't function the way you had. I, I remember last week I had a day where I wasn't eating enough protein. Boy, my goodness. And seemed like my head was on the floor. I was like, what is the matter with me? Well, and then I got a hold of some protein and my whole day was different, you know? And, you know, it's amazing how if you'll eat the right things, how, you know, you, your day's different, your week's different. You know, it's just amazing. You're getting the vitamins that you need and take care of your body, how it'll function better. You know, you'll think clearer. You might even take that test better. <coughs> might even do work better. So you have to take care of your body, right? And people are so stunned and shocked why they have spiritual issues when they don't take care of their spirit. You have to feed your spirit on a regular basis. It's, it, it's consistency. We have to take care of our spirit regularly, you know. We have to feed it. You know, if you feed your body three times a day, you got to feed your spirit regularly. You know, this is where I really blew it when I first started doing ministry. You know, I'll never forget. I was pouring out all the time, but I wasn't feeding my own spirit, you know. And, you know, I may have been reading the Word like I normally did, but I ha you have to hear some good messages like you're listening today. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, you know, and something about a good message, how to encourage you, you know, and you got to feed your spirit. That's why church is so vital to us, you know, and some of you, this is your church, you know, and you need to come in and get faith-filled words to help you get through the work, not a bunch of unbelief, right? You know, if you're going to a church full of unbelief, you know, that's not going to help you through your week. You know, you need to come to a place that's there full of faith and they believe the word and they trust the word for their lives, right? 
they trust the word to help them through everything that they're doing, you know, so this is a faith filled place and you can come here and get your spirit fed, praise the Lord. So, you know, it's important. So I was having challenges with this, you know, feeding my spirit, you know, and of course the task getting bigger, it was growing, things are growing then, but I wasn't feeding my spirit, you know, and you can't just give all the time, give out of your spirit all the time without feeding your spirit regularly. You got to feed your spirit and you'll, or you'll find yourself like I was physically or I couldn't even hold my head up hardly, you know, because it just wasn't enough protein and I wasn't getting the things I needed to have. Well, if you're not getting enough of the word and enough of faith filled words in your life, you know, feeding your spirit, well, then it's not a shock that you're having challenges going forward. You're doing a good thing, trying to do great things, but you have to feed your spirit, praise the Lord, you know, and listen to good faith-filled messages so that they help you praise the Lord. So uh, it's important that we feed our spirits and be consistent about it regularly, daily, being consistent about what we do, praise the Lord. You know, we eat consistently, right? <laughs> we get out of bounds if we're not careful. You know, I remember, you know, when I was trying to lose weight when I was younger, you know, I'd get a slim fast. And I'm talking, this is years ago when I was really young. You know, I was trying to lose weight. I like, I worked at a sub shop with my dad, you know, and he would serve donuts. And, you know, so after some time, you know, you're going to have to start losing some weight. I was serving the donuts, but I'd eat every donut when I'd throw it in the trash. I'd take a bite of each one, you know, because <laughs> they only lasted one day. We had to throw them out, you know, and I'd take a bite of each one as I'd throw it out in the trash and get the fresh ones the next day. Take a bite of each one, throw it in the trash, you know. But, uh, you know, after a while, you're going to gain some weight. Well, I had to lose some weight, so I'd get a slim fast, you know, <laughs> and I'd start li living on a slim fast diet and not eating any food, hardly, but drinking a slim fast, you know, and uh, I was wondering, why am I not functioning right, you know, and some people want quick fixes for their spiritual help too, you know, and, you know, losing weight's not a quick fix either, you know, you need to have to eat balanced, the right foods and you know, do the things that you need to do. Well, you know, in your spiritual life, you don't need a quick fix, not just one little scripture, You've got to read the word and get to know the whole, get to know the Lord through the word and spend time in the word and feeding your spirit. You know, it's not a quick fix. You have to take some time and fellowship with the Lord, <coughs> but it's consistency, right? Doing it over. You know, after I did these uh, slim fasts for some time, and then after a while, I get through doing it, you know, after losing the weight I wanted to lose. And then now I gain the weight back quick, you know, because it wasn't consistent, you know. I did that, was that diet for some time. And the next thing you know, here I am gaining a whole bunch of weight, you know, and it, it, it didn't help me to do it that way. And it's not helping you a whole lot way, that way when you don't feed your spirit the way it needs to be fed on a regular basis. Praise the Lord, you know. So I, I did this working out as well. You know, I'd work out and I'd go to the gym, you know, and never forget going to the gym the first time. And, uh, you know, the Lord was trying to teach me consistency, you know, then I went to the gym the first time and I just start walking, you know, I'd walk for about 45 minutes a time. I wasn't lifting weights or nothing like that, but consistently I was just walking just to make myself feel better. Well, you know, my wife's like, man, you're losing weight and I'm feeling better. You know, it's the consistency, you know, I'm going and the gym just a little bit makes a whole lot of difference, you know, just a little bit of God and spend time in his presence and his word. A little consistency changes your life, you know. Then uh, here I am, I'm working out, and next thing you know, I'm losing some weight. You know, it's consistency. You know, we always try to do everything at once if we're not careful, and then they get burned out, you know. But it's like you have to have a, a consistent, a consistent walk with the Lord 
and one that you can balance on a daily basis, you know, one that you can now balance every time you get up and every time you go to bed, a way that you can balance it all the time, every day. And you have to decide how you balance it. <clears throat> Just like working out, we were talking about, you know, and it's like, you have to be able to fit it in your day and uh, make sure that you're able to eat right. Well, you have to plan that, you know, it's, you know, it's easier to run through McDonald's and grab a hamburger, <laughs> right? It's easier to grab something on the way, but to prepare it and to be ready and to take care of yourself on, you know, each day Then it's important that you, you know, you balance it and how you do things uh, every day, you know, and your spiritual life's just the same. You have to make sure that you're reading the word and praying every day and spending time in his presence every day to be able to have a consistent walk with him. Well, you know, I'm working out and I go to the gym on the treadmill there for 45 minutes. That's the first time I had ever went to the gym, you know, and I just like, man, I'm going to get in an environment that I can, people are doing this too. And maybe it'll help me. And it did tremendously, you know, still go to the gym now, but it helped me tremendously, you know, well, you know, after some time lost weight working out now, I'm using the weights and I really getting into this thing after some time, you know, I ended up not doing it. Cause I moved. <laughs> you ever done that? Something threw your plan off a little bit. And so then I had to get back into the plan again, you know, you know, sometimes life throws obstacles in your pathway, you know, and then, but it's important that you get back into the balance of things that you need to do all the time, you know, whatever it is, if it's whatever area it is, you know, and we're talking about your spiritual life. I'm trying to stay on that, but it's important that when life throws challenges at you, you know, that you stay on track and you're balanced and consistent in everything you do, you know, well, maybe you had a rough week or a rough month and you were praying every day, you know, and, but then you get through and then you're not as balanced the way that you need to be. It's important that you live a consistent life, you know, well, you know, I've worked out and the next thing you know, I'm not in gym, not in the gym. And, and I had to get back into it and I got back into it, doing it again. Now, not only this time, you know, I'm texting back and forth, brother Michael, you know, about working out, you know, <laughs> trying to make sure we're maintaining it and, uh, we're doing that and uh, making sure that, uh, you know, I'm going to the gym while I'm doing good again. Then I get off balance again, <laughs> you know, because life had thrown some things my way that I had to focus on some other things, you know, and uh, you know, I wasn't doing bad things, just doing good things, but my, my life was shifted around. So I had to get back into the gym. Now I've got my son, he's with me, you know, and he goes with me to the gym and he's making sure that I go, you know, didn't want to go. Didn't, I don't like going to the gym, but I was going, you know, and he's helping me get back into the group. But it's interesting how life throws things in your way, but you have to keep yourself mentally you know, doing the things that you need to do consistently, right? It's okay to be out for a little while, but get back into what you need to do, you know, because sometimes you do have things that you have to work on at certain times, <clears throat> but keeping consistent in every area of spiritual life, you don't get that up that get to do that. You've got to be ready in faith for anything that comes in your life, you know, and make sure you're having a balance and feeding your spirit. Try getting up a day and not taking care of yourself spiritually, you're going to get hit every direction. You need to make sure you're taking care of yourself spiritually before you start your day, <coughs> right? Consistency. I don't know why I'm coughing. I do apologize about that, but we have to be consistent in our spiritual walk. And if you got off a little bit, get back into it. Make sure that you're being consistent in everything that you do. And we're going to talk about that. Psalm 16, the eighth verse, it says it like this, and this is David talking. He says, I have set 
the Lord before me always because he's at my right hand and I shall not be moved. It's one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. He says, I have set the Lord before me always because he's at my right hand and I shall not be moved. David had this attitude that, hey, I had to have the Lord before me always, right? And we see some great things about David. David had his challenges, but you know, think about this. David wasn't born again, right? Jesus hadn't come, so he wasn't born again, yet he had a focus on the Lord. How much more should we have a focus? Because we are saved and born again, you know, but he had a focus on the Lord in his life, you know? And you know, it's important, <clears throat> excuse me, that we have a focus on God every day with our life. And David's a great example, you know. He faced different challenges, talked about the lion, the bear, and then he went and faced Goliath. You know, well, you didn't have to have a pretty steady faith to, to take on big challenges one after another and be able to take on a big challenge. You know, you have to have a steady faith and consistent walk with the Father to be able to take on those challenges. He became a leader. And if you want to be a leader, it's important that you have a good, consistent walk with the Father so that you're, you're leading others. You know, and whatever you do, your business, your job, your family, you know, your family needs to see that you're consistent and that you're walking with the Lord every day, you know. Consistency works in every area of your life, and it's important in every area of your life. If you want a good marriage, you got to be consistent with your marriage. If you want a good family, you've got to be consistent with your family. Consistency is very, very important. Well, David said, I set the Lord before me. How many times? Always before me because he's at my right hand and I shall not be moved. I love that attitude. And, you know, and that's the attitude we should get up in the morning saying, hey, I set the Lord before me this morning, every day. I set the Lord before me always and I will not be moved, praise the Lord. You know, not circumstances outside of what's going on, not the challenges of the world that are happening out there today. You know, I set the Lord before me always, and I will not be moved, you know. He, his spiritual life evidently was very, very important to him, right? And, you know, we have to have that attitude in our lives. Our spiritual lives have to be priority. Or the other things get out of that, out of whack, right? We're supposed to be seeking the Lord first, right? And every year of our life, you know, we're supposed to be seeking Him first. And all these other things will be added to us, but we need to be seeking Him in everything that we do, right? Let's look at Acts, the 13th chapter, and the 22nd verse. Notice what it says here in Acts, the 13th chapter, and the 22nd verse. He says, And when he had removed and raised him up upon uh, unto them, David, to be their king, to whom also he gave their testimony, I said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, which shall fulfill all my will. Isn't that good? Not only was he focused on, on God, and he's setting him before him every day, he was focused on his will for his life, right? And you have to have consistency. How are you going to do that if you're not consistent to have the will of God in your life, right? Consistency helps you to fulfill God's will, gives you the strength to fulfill God's will, you know. I, I know about this from walking with the Lord for a long time, you know, that, that you know, there's always opportunities to not to walk in God's will. He tries to get you distracted, the devil, on so many different things. Sometimes he'll get you doing too many things, <laughs> you know. Well, you need to be focused on God's will, you know. Sometimes you have to be strong enough to cut some things out, you know, so that you can focus 
on God's will, you know, or not getting involved in too many things, even fun things, because you're focused and determined to fulfill God's will in your life, you know, and that's going to be the funnest thing to you, fulfilling his will. If you're spending time with him and his presence and he'll make it a joy for you, you know, to fulfill his will. But you, you have to be focused, you know, setting the Lord before you always not being moved and fulfilling God's will in your life. You know, everybody should want to fulfill God's will in their life. You know, you should want to fulfill the purpose that God has put into your life. You know, whatever it is, you know, someone needs you right? Someone needs you to be doing what you're supposed to be doing. You know, that's not what I'm doing. It's not what uh, everybody else is doing. It's what he's called you to do. You know, something about that, you know, what you're called to do. We're not alike in any way. You know, our fingerprints are different. We have different desires because the Holy Spirit puts them on the inside of me. Maybe you're called to ministry, but you're different. You know, you may be called to business, but you're different about your business than anybody else, you know? Whatever the purpose is he's given to you, you know, we're all called to do different things. And that thing that you're called to do is important to people around you. You don't even realize who those people are sometimes, but it's important that you fulfill what God's called you to do, you know, to leave your mark on the world that you're supposed to leave. You know, maybe it's not a million people, but maybe it is a bunch of people around you you don't even know about that are watching you. You'd be surprised who all watches you. You'd be surprised who all talks about you. You know, <laughs> you may not ever know about it, but you know, there's somebody watching and talking about you. And you know, what kind of impact are you trying to have in their life? You know, and David was a leader. He led many people. He he led the mighty men. You know, he's a king. Think about that and the impact of his world. You know, and he's God's going to determine how many people you're going to be in front of and how many people you're going to have an impact on by how you're taking care of your spiritual walk, walk on a daily basis. And so it's important that you're focused on him and everything you do. So God also, not only did he like that he fulfilled his, fulfilled his will, but he was a man after God's own heart. God loved David. He liked it, I believe, because he was one that was after his will, but he was also a man that was quick to repent, you know, whatever he did something wrong, he's, he was quick to repent and change it. We can see that from his, how he handled certain things, you know, and he, he wanted to get on track. You know, a lot of people think confessions where it's at, Hey, I confess this, I confess that I confess that, you know, and there's lots of different, there's different religions where you confess this and confess that, you know, but it's really about a heart of repentance, right? You look at the seventh chapter or the, the seven churches that uh, God taught to there in the book of Revelations. Do you ever hear him say, confess your sins to any of those churches? No, he doesn't. Matter of fact, he says for them to repent, right? And God wants them to have a heart and he talks to them about their heart. He wants them to have a heart of repentance. Maybe they're not perfect, not in every area, but their heart is to repent for before him and have that focus for what God's called them to do. You know, David was a person that was quick to repent. Are you quick to repent today when you've gone a wrong way or gone in the wrong direction? Are you quick to change paths and go, go the path that you need to go? Well, you can't do that on your own. You need the Holy Spirit and his strength to help you to do that. You know, you have to ask him to give you the strength, right? We can do all things through who Christ who strengthens us, right? What is Christ? That power that strengthens us, that ability to, to change and to repent and to go the direction 
that we need to go, I'm dependent on his power all the time. I need his power for everything that I do. And we need to use his power to help us to change and go the direction that we need to go. So it's about consistency, right? And we need to live a life consistent to what God has for our lives, for his will, for repentance, for following him, living a daily life and taking time with him every day. It's about consistency, you know, and God can use you for a lot of great things if you're consistent. It's amazing if you do anything consistent in your life, how it can change your life tremendously. Anything, if you do something consistent, it can change it in a good way or it can change it in a negative way. There's people that save just a little bit every month, you know, save just a little bit and they have a huge amount to retire on, have lots of money, you know. There's some people that do, you know, consistently they farm and they do, they start with where they're at. And after a while, they got a huge, massive amount of crops, you know, just doing something consistent, you know, what do you do consistently and how does it have an effect on your life? You can become, you're lazy every day. You become more lazy as you get <laughs> at the end of the year, you know, the Bible talks about, look at the ant, you sluggard. Well, you have to be a person that does things consistently, you know, consistently going to church, consistently reading the word so that you can have good impacts in your spirit, prospering your spirit and your spirit's getting stronger all the time. So you can, you know, get healed so you can prosper in your life. So you can get better in every area. You know, you have to take care of your spirit. God doesn't do everything for us. Unfortunately, he's already paid the price for everything for us, but we have to do our part so we can have those good things in our life. All the blessings God has for our life. What do you see? Bless everything I put my hand to. It bless me as I come in and I come going out. Well, if you never come in or go out and you're just lazy at home, <laughs> he can't bless you. You know, his blessings are in our life, but we have to do something. And so it's important that we're doing something. Let's look at John, the sixth chapter, the 63rd verse. We're going to look at three areas that we can work on to be consistent. And it's important that we're consistent in these three areas. And we're going to have a great spiritual life if we're taking care of three, these three things. We have to live a life seeking his word, right? Seeking after his word. We heard that with David. I set the Lord before me always, and I will not be moved. That means you get up and get in his word, right? You're getting it in front of you, getting his presence in front of you, you know, spending time in his word. John six sixty three says it like this. It is the spirit that quickeneth and the flesh that profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit. And what are they? They are life, right? The Bible's words, those especially those in the red letters, are Jesus speaking to you, their life to your spirit, right? What if you're not connected to that life? Well, your spirit's not as it's not as lively as it should be, right? We're supposed to have that connection with the word and our spirit feeding on the word. Right now, you're feeding on the word. I'm giving you scriptures and you're getting it in your veins, you're getting it in your spirit, right? And you're getting stronger. You know, what Smith Wigglesworth say? He's something like, I'm 100 times bigger on the inside than I am on the outside. Think about that, you know. You want to get your spirit 100 times bigger on the inside than the outside of you, you know. Feeding on his word, putting his word before you every day, right? Their, their spirit and their life. Boy, I like that, right? Life quickens you. Life gets you excited about the birds in the air and the grass that you walk on, praise the Lord. It's life that gets you thrilled about getting up in the morning, praise the Lord. It's that life. How long has it been since you've been connected to that life, right? Put the word in you. You know, today we can do it even a few different ways. You know, you can put the app on your phone. 
And, you know, you can listen to the word. I'll be on the treadmill, you know, and I'll be listening to an app I have that gives me the Bible pumping in me that way, or I'm reading the Bible or I'm listening to it, (laughs) right? You can get the word in you, you know, if if it's hard for you to do it a certain way, there's ways of getting it in you. Make sure that you're getting the word, have someone reading it to you, right? If you couldn't see today, what would you do? Well, you know, you'd have someone read to listen to it. You know, if you can look at it, you can put it in before you. Put in your eye gate, your ear gate, you know, feeding on the word, their life, his words are life to your spirit, right? This is all scriptures inspired by God, right? You know, and you want that scripture in you, you know, you want to feed your your spirit with the Bible, you know, getting his word in there. His words are life to your spirit, and we have to meditate in his word all the time, praise the Lord, you know, living in that way living in his word and letting his word feed our spirit praise the lord well psalm 1611 let's go over there psalm 1611 this is and we're going to talk about our second point here and we've been talking about the three things that are important on a daily basis psalm 1611 says it like this thou wilt show me the path of life and in thy presence is fullness of joy at thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore right so he says thou wilt show me the path of life Isn't that the path we should be on? My wife talks about pathways all the time. Isn't that the path you should be on today? The pathway of life. You know, there is other pathways out there, but there is a pathway of life, right? You know, he even says narrow is the way, you know, you know, and there's a certain pathway that you need to be walking on. It's easy to take any path, right? It's easy to go down any direction, you know, but it's important that you're on that pathway of life every day and be determined to be on that pathway of life every day well psalm 1611 says thou will show me the pathway of life in thy presence is fullness of joy so if you're going to learn where that path is and live in that path well you you've got to make sure that you're in his presence to see that path right living in his presence so that you can see that path that god has for your life there's fullness of joy at thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore we got to live in his presence to define the will that God has for our lives. Now, when I'm talking about his presence, you know, some people, they think about just worshiping God and getting his presence. Yes, I'm talking about that, you know, but I'm also talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking tongues and letting that river flow out, his presence, that Christ in you, that hope of manifested glory, letting that glory out of you so that you could live in his presence on a daily basis, you know, so there's no confusion. What I'm talking about here today, praying in the Holy Spirit and letting that presence come out of you. You know, remember when Moses struck the rock? Well, the rock represents Christ and letting that river flow out of you out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water, right? And you need to tap into that living water every day, living in his presence every day. You know, it's an unlimited supply. It's on the inside of your spirit that you need to live in every day. Come drink of the waters of the precious Holy Spirit every day, praise the Lord. Well, you know, he says, thou shalt show me the path of life in thy presence is joy. Not only that, there's joy there. If you don't have joy, it's because you're not living in his presence. And you need to make sure, we talked about the first one, was making sure that you're focused on his words because they're life to you every day. Getting, meditating in his word, getting that life in you of the word every day, but also living in the fullness of his presence, getting his joy so he can show you his will 
you know, it's interesting. You have joy because you're seeing his will in your life. You know, he's speaking to you. He's pretty, you know, giving you ideas about his will and leading you and guiding you in his will by living in his presence on a daily basis. If you don't know about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the evidence of speaking in tongues, you can look at my series about why we pray in, in tongues. I have a series of that, and you can check that out. But you need to live in his presence on a daily basis. And the third thing is we need to know him, right? It's not just getting up and reading the word. It's not just looking at a picture of Jesus on the wall. It's not just about driving by a cross and seeing a cross every day or putting a necklace on or slapping a sticker on your car. You know, it's about knowing him, right? You can meditate in his word. You can spend time in his presence, but you want to know him. You want to talk to him and get to have a relationship with God. I like that's how it got me, made me want to get saved. I never forget listening to a minister said he's a God you can talk to, right? You know, and you can talk to God and he'll talk back to you. You know, you can spend time listening. He has lots of things to talk to you about, good things. And he wants to talk to you and walk with you and have a relationship with you. John 15, 15 says it like this. He says, henceforth, I will call, I will not, will you not, <laughs> henceforth, I will, I'll call you not servants for the servant knoweth not what, where the Lord doeth. But I have called you friends. I like that. It's a covenant word. Friends for all things that I have heard of my father, I have made known unto you. Sorry, I was tripping up on the words there. But notice what he said, though. He calls us friends, right? That's a covenant word, a covenant brother. But he, he's your friend, right? You can spend time with him. You know, I have, when you have a friend, you can talk to him and have a relationship with him, you know? You know, and you can spend time with him, and he's your friend, and you can talk to him every day. Luke's Luke 13, 25 says it like this. It says, when once the master of the house has risen up and has shut to, to the door, and he, he begins to stand without and knock at the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open unto us, and he shall answer and say unto you, I know you not whence ye are. But notice, though, he wants to know who you are, Right? It's important to the Father that he knows you. And we need to know him, not just religiously serve him, not just religiously getting up and, you know, doing our cross on our in front of our chest there, you know, like a Catholic does, you know, not to put that down in any way. But I'm talking about a ritual. I'm talking about knowing him, right? Having a relationship where you talk to him and he talks to you and you have a relationship with the Father, right? He speaks through his words. He speaks through his presence. You know, not you shouldn't be the only one doing all the talking, but letting him listen to your you're listening to your spirit and listening to him. You know, the Holy Spirit bears witness to you. What's that mean? He bears witness to you. He speaks to your spirit. And he's not just giving you information in the Holy Spirit. He's giving you information from the Father. When I like to break it down like this. You know, the thoughts come from the Father. Jesus is the word who speaks it, and the Holy Spirit manifests it. And that's why he's here today. He's giving you words straight from the throne, from the Father. We're supposed to be praying to the Father. Jesus told us that in the in the prayer there, you know, and he says, Now, Father, being in heaven, he tells us to pray to, to the Father, right? And he, you know, the Father's speaking to your spirit, but you have to be listening to him and getting that direction on a daily basis, right? Listening to him. Let him talk to you. Maybe he's talking to you right now. Even as we're sitting here, what's he saying to your spirit once you quiet yourself down? What's he talking to you about today? 
You know, I, 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 even before I started this message today, I was talking about last night, I was going to do a different message today. Well, I could hear my spirit, something different. He was talking to me about consistency. I just heard on the inside consistency. That's what we're talking about today. You know, making sure you're consistent on a regular basis and finding time for him so that you can consistently meditate in his word, consistently get in his presence and consistently have a relationship with him. You know, why are we even doing this if we don't have a relationship with him? He's a God that wants to talk to you, right? He's You're not just serving him and with a just one-way relationship. No, he wants to talk to you and have a relationship talking to you regularly, you know. You know, all through this walk, you know, that I've started serving the Lord, when I first got saved, one of the biggest things is I wanted to have a relationship with him. Anybody can have religion right anybody can you know any god so-called god small gods you know you can you can you can have religion but jesus is alive right and god's alive and he's living in your spirit and he's you're supposed to have a relationship with him. he wants to know you he wants to talk to you on a regular basis what's he talking to you about this week well, you, you're probably not hearing him because you're not focused like you should be focused even with consistency. The more you get consistent with him, the more you spend time with him, and then you're going to have a strong relationship with him. I'll never forget when I first got saved, one of the biggest things he wanted me to do is read the Bible and focus on it, you know, just really read it, read it, read it, you know. And then he was also going to talk, he would talk to me about a certain amount of time he wanted me to send with him every, spend with him every day, you know, so I started doing that and you know, because I'm devoted to him. You know, I don't get in this just to quit and just start to play games. No, I want to be devoted to him. You know, so I, I would start spending a certain amount of time when I first started serving the Lord every morning. You know, <laughs> I'm up early before everybody else. And sure, everybody else is supposed to be doing certain things, but this is what he told me to do. This, you know, and I'm not preaching you to live my convictions. You should live the convictions he's put in your heart. What's he talking to you about today? How much time you should spend with him? How much time you should spend in the word, you know, those are the convictions you're supposed to live with. And they may be different than mine. You're not maybe called to do what I'm called to do, you know, and so I'd spend that little amount of time with him that he had me send with, spend with him. And I'm getting to know the word, memorize the word, you know, I'm just getting in there and I'm just spending time with him before I know it. I'm just, I'm like a machine gun. I've got it memorized, you know, front words, backwards, memorizing the word, you know, <laughs> you know, going to spend time in his word. You know, in his presence, you know, and I had some great experiences as spending time in his presence all my life. I've had great experiences spending time in his presence, you know, and that's, and I've kept that consistency for years. Ask my wife, you know, for years I've consistently studied and spent time with his word, spent time in his presence and spent time listening to him, you know, and I don't know how many times we've missed bad things happening because we were hearing him, right? I don't know how many times we've had good things happen because we were hearing him, you know? How many things could you miss that were bad from happening to you if you're hearing him on a regular basis? How many good things would you catch if you were listening to him on a regular basis? Think about that today. Wow, your life can go so many different directions. And if you never spend any time with him, what's going to happen? Well, you know, you could go anyway, you know, and it's important that you're going the direction that God would have you to be going. And it has to do being consistent with him regularly every day. Praise the Lord. So let's go ahead and pray. Father, we just thank you, Father, for your goodness. We thank you, Father, because you've been so faithful to us. 
And Father, we just thank you, Lord, if somebody's listening to this message today, they're dealing with consistency, having trouble with consistency, Father. We ask that you help them to be consistent in the Word and your presence. Father, be consistent, Father, hearing you and have a relationship with you. And Father, we just ask that you help them to do that regularly. Every day we pray. And Father, we just thank you, Father, for it in Jesus' name. And we give you all the praise and all the glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. If you don't know Jesus, well, you just have to turn on the right podcast today. Praise the Lord. You know, the Bible says in Romans 10, 9 and 10, if you confess Jesus as Lord and believe God has risen Jesus from the dead, you shall be saved. Are you ready to be saved today? Well, let's go ahead and pray this prayer. And I believe you're going to have a miracle happen in your life today. The best miracle you could ever have happen in your life. And it's going to change the direction and course for for the rest of your life of what you're doing. Let's go ahead and pray. Father, I believe you've risen Jesus from the dead. And Father, I confess Jesus as Lord of my life right now. Jesus, come be Lord of my life right now. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Well, if you prayed that prayer, I believe you are saved right there where you're at. And if you'd like to, you can email me at jeremiasministries yahoo.com. You'd love to hear about that. Praise the Lord. What a blessing it is to hear that you got saved. Put it in the comments there. I'll check the comments when I get through. We love you. God bless you. And I hope that you're ready for a wonderful, wonderful week. God bless you. If you'd like to contact us for prayer, praise reports, or offerings, go to jeremiasmithministries.com. Thank you for listening.